Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. Hey, and it's round three. Take three, yep. So, And... and uh, I'm out of things to talk about for intros. Hey, well, then we'll just introduce Marlon Jones. That's who's coming up. <laughs> we'll see how long he talks. It depends what time we go to bed. That's right, because he's our last one of the night. So when we come back, we're going to have jo- Marlon Jones on. Hey, bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane, Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but, man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move, Tobe. They wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, T-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T, South Dakota, it's Octane, Inc., 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage again, and we got Marlon Jones with us tonight. How you been doing, Marlon? I've been doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. I, I... I, I'm honored. No, oh, don't don't go there. No, no, don't 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 pump us up too much. <laughs> well, that, that's not a pump up. That's a, I. You know the when you're when you're a retired race car driver, you uh, you don't get to to uh, do these kinds of things. Although I've done a few, but you don't get yep. to do these every day. Like you know, like uh, the guys that are still racing get to do so yep. it's it's fun to do once in a while yeah we, we've interviewed quite a few of them young 16 year olds over the years the year now or a year and a half but we've learned that the the retired guys usually got the better stories <laughs> the, well we, we've been through more things <laughs> i'm not sure that the stories are better because some of them i'm not sure that you should really tell but well, uh, you know. those are the stories we want to hear because you can't yeah. you, you can't get anything taken away from yeah, you now you're Marla. not going to piss off any sponsors anymore yeah that's true good good point that's for that's for darn sure so, i mean yeah. them 16 year old aren't them 16 year olds and young kids like i mean that Corey day he's got such great car control oh, I mean, oh. he, he he's unbelievable i mean Kyle Larson's one of my favorites. I love David Gravel. I mean, yep. Brad Sweet. All them guys got such fantastic car control. It just, it, it's, it's it, amazing it's so to watch. Tech, it is. I I love watching them. I mean, we we still we still go to the races once in a while, and you know, two, three, four times a year, something like that. But it's uh, it's just amazing um, the the technical side of it, which you know, I mean. Daniel Wasowski and, and Terry McCarl and I, hard to believe, but we're all actually really good friends. And, <laughs> and you know, they, they, uh, they, they weren't that technical back then. You just, you know, you just bulldogged them through yep. no matter what, you know, and, and if you, if you weren't on the gas, when you hit a hole, you, 
you, you ended up upside down. You yeah. just like, where nowadays they just, the cars I think are so fine tuned with shocks and, and, yeah. and the things that they're able to do to them that it, it makes them, I'm not going to say easier to drive because I think it makes them harder to drive because if you make a technical mistake while you're driving now, you, I mean, you lose, you know, a straightaway yeah. or half a straightaway, yeah. you know? So, but anyway, yeah. um, yeah, the, the testing yeah, and practice that 16. they do. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It, it, it's it's just I just get mesmerized by it. I I uh, I I'll go to a race in Washington. I'll be thinking, oh, do this, and and they already did it. You know, before <laughs> you. So so I'm thinking, wow, I'm really getting slow in my old age, but. <laughs> But maybe, maybe maybe they just you know they they just have they have a, a a knack for driving nowadays they they really do and and it seems like some more of those have you know have better respect for the the established people you know yeah. there there's there's a certain amount of that that's you know important to you know to some of the some of the the veterans as per se you know they don't like to. I don't like having some 16 year old stuff on my wheel, but it's going to happen. I'm trust me. It's going to happen. Oh yeah. You can still, yep. They're still all racing can, to win. Exactly. And, and, you know, I know, I know Corey's dad just a little bit from when, you know, from years ago and, and, uh, being in California a few times and he, you know, he was, he was there to, he meant when he, when he passed you, he meant to pass you. you know? <laughs> so, it, it it's you know that so you know those apples don't fall too far from the tree so no but and them young kids like we were talking about uh, you know maybe you were thinking about racing a 410 sprint car around the world at 16 but that was the last thing in my mind at 16 i was tickled to death yet to get my driver's license <laughs> well I, I did i mean i actually started when i was 16 well kind of when i was 14 i i I have no idea how I did this, but I managed to con. This is one of them stories that maybe I probably shouldn't tell, but since Fred Buckmiller isn't alive anymore, I think <laughs> I'm safe. But um, he, uh, I conned my dad into letting me sit in the seat of, of his car when I was 14. You know, they used to have that, I think they called it tryout day or something like that. And so I put like two or three of those big fat phone books down and got in there and yep. went out and thought I was really cutting a fat hog. And, and about that time, Tommy Meehan and, and, uh, Jim Matthews and I think Roger Larson or Bill Mellenbrandt, um, they passed me like I was tied to a post a <laughs> mile back. And I thought, wow, this is going to be way harder than I ever thought it was going to be. Because there's uh, there's some serious serious amount of learning this boy's gonna have to do if he wants to do it. It makes you think. Oh yeah. But but that wasn't the worst of it. It was the ass chewing that I got from Fred after he found out that I was out there. <laughs> and it wouldn't the be covered book. under yeah, it wouldn't be covered under insurance if something happened. Sure. And so I uh, I think the the standard of letting. 14 year or you know it used to be i think you had to be 16 to be able to get in the pits or maybe 18 or something like that they they changed that some shortly after that so <laughs> i was able to start racing when i was 16 and uh then got hurt 
like, I don't know, six, seven, eight races into the year and didn't get to come back till September because I had a, had a fractured leg and a bunch of ankle injury and stuff like that. So it was, uh, my, my 16 year old debate was short lived. So, but it all turned out okay it didn't, in the end. It didn't deter it you me, from racing anyhow. It, it, it probably should have, but it didn't. <laughs> no, I, I was, I was a stubborn 16 year old. That's for sure. So, you know, it, it, it did teach me that them things can hurt you and yep. you need to respect that. And, and, you know, they still can, but thank goodness for all the safety things that have come out, you know, from, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, I, from, from, I remember when I was, I don't know, it's probably 14 when in 1976, maybe I was just, yeah, I was 14 then. And, uh, when Gary Bott had his crash at Houston's and, and unfortunately, you know, he, he didn't make it, but <clears throat> they already started roll cage improvements back then, sure. you know, and it's just progressed, you know, more and more each year. And, and, uh, you know, it, it, it would make you feel a lot safer racing nowadays. Yeah. So. And, and the seats, the way they've come about from, yeah. you know, the wrap around and the, you know, you're, you're so much, you know, the movement is not there in a crash anymore. Like it used to be. Exactly. I <laughs> raced with broken ribs so many times that, Oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. But once you get in the seat, then that was, it, it was kind of like, it was a safe haven. It, 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 they didn't bother you or you're too stupid to think about it. I don't know which, but <laughs> the adrenaline kicks you know. in at that point. And you don't feel it. <laughs> yeah. Tell, yep. tell you get done and you get out. And then it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, I remember that too. Hurting so bad. It, I can't, I, I, I can't remember an instance of where I, there was one crash I had at Knoxville uh, uh, during an all-star race and it, it the, the car hit the fence in between one and two kind of like, pancaked it sideways you know like an indie car and i you know of course sucked it up and faked it like it didn't hurt and and uh but boy i was a hurting unit for a few several days because they just don't heal that fast you know and there's nothing they can do about it so no, they just have to heal yep exactly stick so, an extra piece of foam in the seat that's one thing I mean, <laughs> talking to all these Guys, the former drivers, I say, and I, I don't know the right terminology for that, but, um, you know, it seems like you would break a rib, you would, uh, you know, we just had Steve Butler on, he, he broke his shoulder, and he took one week off, but he was back in the following week. I mean, you guys, yeah. you guys were, you guys were tough son of a guns. <laughs> well, in, in, in you or know, dumb, thing, I don't know which one. Dumb. Dumb falls more to my, to my, comes to more to my mind actually, but you know, and and, the, and back, you know, and back in the, uh, although Laverne Nance built an aluminum car, you know, yep. it, it, and you know that Fred Linder drove, and I actually got to sit in that car and and touch it and all that stuff, but um, you know, light was starting to come about during that time but that wasn't the standard and you know you crashed in things especially you know before the sprint cars became available and even some of the sprint cars when we first were able to you know make those come to life around you know our area here they were heavier so you know if you if you you know if you go go in and and have something happen you hit the fence you know with a 
with a, a 15, 1600 pound car, I'm, I'm telling you what, it hurts a whole lot more than hitting it with a, a 1200 pound car. You know, it's the same thing with, you know, you, you hit the fence. If you're running the bottom and something breaks and you go clear up there to hit the fence, it's going to hurt a whole lot worse than if you're a foot from it and hit it, you know? So it, it's, it just is, uh, it's a little bit different, you know, but you still hit the fence nowadays, you know, they still do it. So, oh, yeah. Um, it's just, it, it, it's a little bit, you know, with all the, all the safety stuff and then the cars being lighter, that, that helps a, an awful lot. Every so. once in a while, the fence still ain't tall enough and they still leave the park. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's did that for sure. At Jackson this year, was it? Somebody left Jackson this year. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Kading? No. Kading. Did TK clear it? Two of them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was two of them that went over, but yep. Kading was one of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was something. My Pete. memory's so good with names. That's why we keep <laughs> Marlon Jones right in front of us. So I don't screw the name up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... <laughs> when you... My first recollection of that was, was uh, you know, back when it was a long track and Jack Aggie went through it. Then they painted a bull, bullseye, yep, painted on, bullseye on the far, on the yep. fairgrounds building. Yep, <laughs> that was pretty crazy. <laughs> so when you started racing, I assumed it was kind of your own family car. And what what number was that? It was forty four, and yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I uh, I actually built that car myself with uh, Don. Great. No, I'm not remembering names. Larson, Don Larson, um, who had started building some chassis, and Brian Schnee helped us, and uh, um, Pat Campbell helped uh, helped us. We we did we built this car, and and uh, you know, of course, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just I was supposed to be the nut behind the wheel, but I, I had managed to get certified um, in school uh, for for welding. And then okay. Don Reiners taught me how to heliarch and Doug Wolfgang, of course, between the two of them. And and uh, so we 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 built this car, and it, it, you know we didn't have much luck with that, but uh, um, that was probably the second year i believe that i raised maybe the third something like that it was after because they were still super modified yet when i started yeah it was 1977 so and then i think it was 1979 yet um or 1978 we we ran super modifieds kind of all over the the place you know too and then i think after that they they changed to, to sprint cars, like in the 80 or something like that. So, um, but it, yeah, it, it was 44, the first one. And, and then I ran a four, my dad kind of retired at that point and we ran a four. And, uh, since then, I think I've driven about every number you can imagine. So, <laughs> Can, can it, you, it would have been it would have been great for t-shirt sales you know but <laughs> it, it, but people get annoyed if you gotta have so many different you know t-shirts yeah, to keep up with you got 42 marlin jones shirts yeah you don't even know which one exactly to wear. <laughs> i'd like to have some of those back actually <laughs> yeah absolutely i just saw i just saw some online when i was trying to look up a little information on you there's 
There's shirts out there, Marlon, just so you know that. Is there really? Absolutely. Um, I, so. I'm horrible about social media because I, I have a, a lot of Facebook friends and stuff like that, but I, I just, I just can't keep up with it anymore because I don't have time, yep. you know, and, and so I'm horrible at that, but I should look at that every once in a while. My son, Ryan, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll call me and tell me he's found some, some, uh, racing champion diecast cars that, you know, somebody is selling a collection or something like that. And, He'll he'll come up with he'll come up with a bunch of them and, and buy them and so I I just I kind of laugh at him because he, uh, he he and this shouldn't be but he he really embarrassed me one time in in Phoenix Arizona we were we were racing uh, down there um, and I it wasn't the winter heat it was after those winter heat things but. It was, I think it was the Western world, maybe um, the week before it or something. And we were at a, we were at a Target store, and he, he had, I had my daughter in one aisle looking at at girl stuff, and he was in another aisle, and so I'm trying to stand at both end or one end of it to look at both, and all of a sudden, Ryan starts going blizzard. Dad, 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 come here, come here, and so I come over. He said. Dad, you're here. Look at this. He's just going on and on and on. He said, look at that. You're on the shelf here at Target or Walmart, whatever it was. Um, and then all of a sudden, all these people start come running because they thought something was seriously wrong. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the only thing seriously wrong about that was that, that I thought, Oh my God! What are these people going to think that I'm, you know, how how am I on this wall or or yeah. or, or whatever, you know? And uh, so I tell him that story again every once in a while because he was probably, I don't know, he was three or four or something like that. Sure. So well, he was super but, excited to see Dad on the shelf. Shit, any kid would be. He was. He was. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and all he could do is he he said. Dad, can I can I, can I buy it? Do I have enough money? Can I buy it? Can I buy it? I said, sure. Yeah. How <laughs> so, are you going to say no at that point? Yeah, you, you just can't. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but <laughs> can you? It, it this might be a tall task, but can you kind of give us a rundown of who you drove different cars of as you went through? Yeah, I think I can. Um, obviously, I started out with with a, a family owned car. And then in about, Oh, 1984, I think it was, um, maybe, maybe 85. Um, I got a call from, from Lauren Fick and, uh, John Bauman and they, um, they had, uh, parted ways with, I can't remember who, and it doesn't matter. Oh, we should remember. We just had Ron on last week. He probably told us. <laughs> he might have. He might have. I, I should have called him to get to, to refresh my memory. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, and obviously we we uh, uh, we had some pretty good success yet already in in 1985 when I started driving that car. Um, I think I did drive it later in '84 as well too, um, but. We uh, we ended up building our own cars. Lauren loved doing doing that stuff, and that's that's uh, 
about the time when, when, uh, like I said earlier, Don Reiner's taught me how to, how to TIG weld. And, and, uh, so we built our own car and, and just had that, that car we ran in 1986. And that's the, that's the car we, we won, uh, um, oh, I think we won, I think we won 18 races that year, um, or 18 main events. And, uh, just had a, a really, really good year. Ran third in Florida in the all-star race and, and, uh, um, you know, ran a lot of, a lot of top fives and tens throughout Florida. And it was kind of a good tune up for us. Um, then, uh, we, uh, uh, we, we went at it again the next year and, and, uh, um, we had the same car and we should have done some, different things to it anyway we ended up parting ways um and you know you you can go back and regret it and you know or they can or i could or you know i i still talk to them you know uh, not real frequent but i still talk to them and and have the utmost respect for them they just they they jump started you know uh to another level my career and uh and then i went to uh um, when they told me they were going to put somebody else in the car, they, they, uh, I went and talked to, uh, uh, Dick Tronson and, and he got me together with Gabby Lusk. And, um, so I drove his car for, um, I think three years we, and of course in 1888, we, we won uh, a point championship at Houston's and, and at Jackson and, uh, we won 20, 21 main events that year. Wow. Um, and which, you know, uh, that, that's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, for, for, I mean, we, yeah, we went to Florida and we went to, you know, we went South and we went to California, Arizona later on in the year, but you know, you start in Florida and you get 15 races in on everybody. And so you're sharper when you get home. So, you know, we, we had, we had some really, really good races in that. I, I had my, my cousin Scott and uh, Jones and, and Dan pairing, um, some really, really great guys that, that, uh, um, I, I still just, you know, it amazes me when I think back sometimes about it, how, how sharp them guys were and, and what they had to put up with. Cause I always wanted the car perfect. Cause if we were, you know, if we were running second or leading and, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't driving forward quite right. And we had a red flag. I wanted them to change it. I want I want to fix it so that we don't, you know, fall two steps behind at some point. So, we had we had a lot of fun and won a lot of races and it, it, it was that that was you know the most races in a year and then I actually I went and drove I forgot about this but I that was 1988 as well I went to uh, drive uh, um, Tom Klein's a backup car that he had um, for the uh, a couple of weeks uh, one week before the Western World and then for the Western World. And, um, uh, he had, uh, he had Billy boat driving one and, um, and, uh, I forget his, 
I forget his uh, brother's name, but um, anyway, he had he was driving another one, and then I drove a third car. And my friend Richard Griffin, bless his heart, he's a fantastic friend and guy. He was, I mean, he was this gone. I mean, I couldn't even see him anymore. And <laughs> I was, I was running second. Um, we won the dash, ran set and was running second and, or actually third. And he crashed, ran into a lap car and crashed. So then that put me in second and I'm trailing behind this guy that's leading in this Metro plumbing car. It's a number 51. I remember that distinctly because I thought, wow, that's a pretty car. And, <laughs> and, and uh, um, I forget who was driving it, but something broke in the steering. I mean, he hit the fence so hard and bounced off it. And I, I just barely missed him. I turned as hard left as I could and, and barely missed him. And long story short, I told you I'd get windy. I apologize for that. Oh, but no. you're good. Long story short, we ended up winning. Um, you know, uh, the feature that night at Manzanita Speedway, which, you know, now that it's gone, you look back and you think, wow, and it is not easy to win there. I, I had been there many times and I, I had been there and helped Wolfgang, uh, multiple times. Um, you know, uh, every time that, you know, I had the opportunity and, uh, you know, he, he's obviously a little bit good. Oh, yeah. was a little bit good. <laughs> so anyway, he ended up out in the junkyard one night. So me and Jerry and go his wife, we go running out down the, the front stretch and, and over into between turn three and four because they had they had guard dogs out there. So these dogs are out there barking like crazy at him and he's, he's you know, he's he's okay, luckily. But we're uh we're jumping the fence and trying to, you know, keep the I mean, Jerry didn't, but we, we, we get over the fence and trying to help him because he didn't go through it. He cleared it, you know? Okay. And so anyway, we get him back in and, and, uh, I don't know, I got a little bit off kilter there, but it, it, it just, some of these things, when I start talking, it reminds uh, that's, me. That's what we love is when some things of, pop in the head. <laughs> some of those fun things, fun things like that. Now it wasn't fun at the time. Oh, no, know, but, no. So, but, um, so anyway, yeah, obviously 1988 was a special year for me just because we, we went through a lot of adversity, um, you know, with, with, uh, you know, some of our motor program and, and, um, you know, they, they ended up being way better motors than, than I thought, but we, that was the year that you could get those dash 12 heads that they started, some guys started running. We had some of the first sets from Brodex and man, that thing would run really good. And then we'd, we'd burn a valve, you know, and then here we are changing motors and, and, you know, to, to get through the rest of the night. And, you know, obviously here's another additional portion of this, but my friend Jerry Riker Jr., who I adore, and he should be in all of fames, by the way. Um, he, uh, um, he's not one that you can cut any slack to because no. if you have any kind of a hiccup, you know, you, you were not, you know, you were sunk, you know, we had, we had many, many battles and, you know, he won the war that year and, and, uh, and, and I won, I won several battles. So, but, uh, um, so anyway, then after that, uh, I drove for, um, 
Ron Pack, the four car, for a few races in in '92, uh, and I drove for uh, Stan Shoff, the '23 S car, and I I I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't probably tell this, but they fired Jeff Gordon to hire me. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, mark and, that down on the as a winning moment there. Yeah, and <laughs> their mechanic was. Oh, you still there? So, yeah, I'm here. Okay, Are you? Start back okay. with the mechanic was something. I'm guessing oh, pissed. The yeah, the the mechanic on that car was was. Uh, I, I never like to say anything bad about anybody, but he was just a different egg. And, uh, he, uh, um, and I never, you know, knowingly at least cheated with anything. And he told me we were at tri-state or tri-city or tri-state Illinois racing one night. We had raced at Eldora and we, we, we won a, um, I, I can't remember if I think that might have been a world outlaw show and we didn't make it through the heat because we blew a tire and I had to run a um, run the, the B and we won that and that was an experience also turning right when you're going around the racetrack instead of turning it in Doug told me he says now when you get there he said make sure you don't turn you turn the car right going into the corner. I know it's going to seem weird, but turn right because if you turn left, you're going to end up on the infield, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, I was probably only 20, I don't know, 22, 23, and, and of course I turned left. And I I went right down to the infield. <laughs> and so so I had to, I, I did learn fast, though, because we did manage to, to win the, the, the B. But anyway, by the time we got to Tri-City, that was like the fourth or fifth race that we ran together. And he said, he said, well, I put a 430 in there for today. This thing ought to, you should, you, you have no reason to not win today. And I said, what? <laughs> kind of blew me that's away. That's number. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I said, you mean you have 430s? Well, most of them are. And I'm thinking, you know, all that, all, all those stories that you hear about, you know, guys cheating and stuff, I, I guess there's more truth to that than you know. So <laughs> anyway, we, we ran, I ran third that day. I felt guilty as heck getting my paycheck, but then I, then I told him that I couldn't do that anymore. And even though that probably was stupid, um, that's what I chose to do because it just isn't, you know, it's not right. And, it, you know, they always say cheating's racing. You hear that all the time, but it, it yep. just wasn't the way I was brought up and it wasn't, you know, what I thought was right. So, but, yep. so then after that, that would have been about 1990. Uh, let's see. That was 1992. And then late in 92, then I, uh, uh, Rod Henderson and, and Dan Oswald had parted ways. And so I called him out of the blue and then that took us all the way up to, you know, 1998-ish, somewhere in there. Was that that Sonic and, car then? Yeah, that yep, Rod that was in? the yep. Sonic car, yep. And that was a difficult deal because he wanted to race so too. And it, that was part of the deal that 
you know, when I want to race, you got to have a car with and ready for me too. So it was, it was difficult at times, but, um, you know, it, uh, we had, you know, we didn't have as much success as we did like in Gabby's car, but, um, you know, we had, we had a lot of success. I, I know we, you know, we won a big race in Florida, Volusia County, and we won a cheater's day with that car and, uh, that we probably shouldn't have, but, um, but we did. So it don't matter now. Right. I was yeah. back out at the fairgrounds yet then. No, that was one was at Houston's. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't the remember when the fairgrounds closed. I can't remember years to save my ass, but. I think it was 90, 90, 96. They closed 95 was the last year they ran that okay. there, I think. <clears throat> and, uh, I, uh, but I did win one there in 1986 with, with, uh, Lauren Fick and, and, uh, Lyle DeFries and, and, uh, all that whole crew, they were fantastic guys, but we just, uh, um, and that was probably the most, I don't, I remember every lap, but I don't remember nothing after that. Um, I see pictures nowadays that at times were like my cousin Scott just sent me a picture the other day. Hey, did you see this on Facebook? And you know, of course, I don't go on it, so I don't <laughs> see it. But, but his wife does, so she sees them. And and so, um, but that one, you know, everybody was there. Bobby Lane was there from Kansas City, and and um, Jerry Reichert Senior, and Don Mack, and and uh, Todd Mack were both there. Yep. Um, you know, some fantastic. Uh, you know, guys that I, you know, respected so very much, uh, cause I wanted to be like them when I was growing up and, you know, and, and it just, you know, it, it, it's, it was masterful to see Earl Wagner and to, and to know him and talk to him every week at Knoxville and watch him go up and, and clean a path around and, and drive from, however far back he was and, and win a, a cheater's day event. And, you know, as a kid, you just, you think, Oh my God, how do they do that? You know, <laughs> my dad used to tell me that all the time. He said, just get up there in the top and clean yourself a path off and then run it, you know? Yeah. Well, la- later on in life, I, you know, at first, I mean, I, to be honest, you know, I can't get your attention. So it kind of half scares you, but then I must've got stupider over the years because then, <laughs> I, I, I would, I would just run the living dog snot out of it up there and, and straddle the rough cushions. And I told Eric Lutz one time, I said, he, he was having trouble rolling somewhere where we were both at. And, and I, I said, Eric, just straddle it. What? And he, you know, this is on a red flag. He says, what? Like, are you nuts? And I said, I said, no, I said, trust me, it'll, it'll stick. And he goes, how? I said, because the left tire hits it and if the left tire hits it who cares it's not going to do anything to you it's not going to send you into the it's fence it's going to hold you there yeah and he goes well wh- how what if you're off the gas i said well that's the the trickier part you don't get off the gas <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so two red flags later he finally did it and won that night and so then he, he teases me off and on about I forget what he calls me. Some old, some old veteran or something like that taught me how to, how to drive I think over the cushion. Really, 
Yeah, I think he really means taught me how to be stupid is what he really <laughs> means. But he he obviously you know would never say that. But uh, anyway, you know it, it, there there's uh, there's a lot of factors that you know go into all of those things. But um, you know those Cheaters Day races were special to me because that was I can say it now, but when I was when I was trying to be a professional race car driver and when I was just doing that for a living all those years, I, you know, I just, Doug told me one time, Wolfgang, he says, you can't have a favorite track because if you do, you know, you don't respect the others. And so I've had people ask me that and ask me that and I, I never could answer it straight, but that fairgrounds track was definitely by far and above my favorite racetrack. And it had its own configuration. It was just, a, it was a unique track. Yeah, I tell every time I see Bill Millenbrand, I tell him, I said, thanks for teaching me how to race there. And he goes, what? I said, I said, well, when I was a little kid, you know, 14, 15 years old, I said, I realized that you were the only one that was still on the gas through the dog leg. And I said, I, I just un- finally understood, you know, how, how to race it. And I said, I just always kind of had a good feel for it. And he, he starts laughing. He didn't even know he was doing that. He just, <laughs> you know, he was just on the gas, you know, he was yep. kind of a, one of them gasser guys anyway. And, and, uh, but so I, I, that was really special for me to win that one, especially. And, you know, and Randy Smith ran second and he was in Bob Trossel's car, which, you know, back in those days was like Godzilla, yep. you know, that and, was the and, car. And, yeah, you know, you know that they had everything that you could possibly. And after the race, I remember Randy and Connie coming over and, he said, man, I did everything. I, I threw everything at you to try and be able to get by you. And he said, you just kept driving away and driving away. And, and you know, and that was one of those night or races, you know, those were always day races, you know, and yep. I, my guys were starting to, you know, get a little irritated because we were apparently we were driving away and I, I didn't have to lift all the way around. In fact, I, 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 I always told him, I said that, you know, what I always try to strive for, for you guys is, is that I don't have to turn the wheel and I, I don't ever have to lift off the gas or use the brake. And because that way you're, you know, you're not scrubbing any speed off. You know, you see a lot of guys nowadays that are cranking on the wheel and the front tires are flopping in the, you know, like Dumbo's ears. And, you know, it, it just, so anyway, that's another thing, you know, my, my great mentor Doug Wolfgang told me, you know, every time you you have to scrub off speed, you know, you're you're yeah. losing time. Yeah. And well, so we've, we've said it for years. It, you watch the guy that's like did all the time in time trials. The guy that's working the wheel, he ain't setting quick time. No, the guy never that's does. sitting in there riding along with the car is one that's going to have your quick time. Yep, yep, that's exactly right too. You know, so. But we had a fantastic car that day, and then when we won it at Houston's, um, we uh, that was a, a real tough type of racetrack because it took you know it took rubber, um, but it, it it started in the middle and then moved to the bottom, and and I got to second. I think I started eighth, and I got to second, and I had put a board on, and and I knew that I could roll the middle wide open if I you know if I ever had the opportunity and but uh chad mellenbrandt was he was gone i i couldn't see him i i finally started reeling him in and i don't remember 
it wasn't very many laps left and I got to him and I followed him down the back stretch and there was a lap car in front of him and it, it was kind of dumb luck because I, I actually didn't really mean to not lift. I meant to lift, but he lived, he had to lift for the, the lap car and I drove by both of them before I almost before I got to turn three and got the lead. And, and so that was when we got our second one and, and uh, that was in the Sonic car. So um, it, that was a fun one too. I, I don't know how many guys, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that got one at each place, but that, that was kind of special to me to, to, to have, you know, one at, at each, at each racetrack. Yeah. So, well, there can be a lot of them. Well, Cheater's Day lost a little of the luster, I always thought, when it went to Houston's because yeah, I can remember all the, the plastic panels down the sides of the car and covering the Nerf bars and stuff at the fairgrounds. But you never saw that much at Houston's because it didn't do that much for you at Houston's. Right. Well, it did for me that day. Um, and, right. It, then they changed the things and, yep. and they made it so that it, you know, you had a cushion to lean on and you had, or the bottom was okay. And, and then that took away, there's no reason for a board. Then the only reason that you have it is to keep the car from going sideways, you yeah. know, and you had all that speed at the fairgrounds, you know, it really made a huge difference. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so in, in, uh, 1985 at Knoxville nationals, did you go from the D to the C to the B to the A? I did. I did, and that was the that was a a Tugnati car that Lauren Fick had, and uh, that that we drove for Bauman Racing, and uh, um, I don't remember what happened on our qualifying night if we just were that bad or or what, but um, and I don't think I don't think I won any of them. I think I just. I think I just got transferred. Just in the top the four. D, pardon me? Probably in the top four then, you're saying? I'm guessing, yeah, top two or four. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, that was a lot of cars to pass. And then I think I got to like 17th in the feature, which isn't up that far from 24, but still. Yeah, by the time you get to eight, there ain't no such cars left to pass. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Yeah. And, and and I was wore out. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say, how many laps is that by that time? Well, I, it wasn't 50 laps yet then, but it was 30 for the A main and 22 for the B and 18, I think, for the C, maybe 20. And I don't know, probably 15 or 12 laps. 15, I think, for the my, D at my that math time. So. real good, but that's... 85, 90 laps, roughly, maybe. <laughs> Just yeah. guesstimating. And believe me, I had my teeth gritted and my butt cheeks sucked together <laughs> for every single one of them. So I, I had a headache by the time that night was over. You had that's a headache sure. and a sore butt. Yeah, yeah, and a sore butt. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's for sure. But that was fun. I mean, I... In fact, the the Hall of Fame invited me to a deal that what they they call that what the alphabet soup thing yep. or something like yep. that yeah that was their headline of what they the of of what I the letter that I got inviting me and oh, okay. uh, so alphabet and it soup was, runners <laughs> yeah yeah it was kind of cool there's a way more of them that, of us than what a guy would think really 
even Dave Blaney, he was one of them. So him and I um, got to know each other over the years, you know, fairly well. And and he uh, uh, he was we we got there, and Ryan and I were standing there, and and I had my youngest son Kyle, and 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 so anyway, we talked for a half hour, whatever, and then he had to sit in a different area than I did, and and my youngest goes, Dad, Dad. Did you know that that's Dave Blaney, the NASCAR driver? I said, yeah. I said, and you know him? I said, well, yeah. Know. Didn't he call me? He said, didn't he call me by name? And he goes, yeah. How did he know you? <laughs> I mean, Kyle was like, you know, 10 or 9 or 11. I was sure. somewhere in there. It was just hilarious. Oh, I that's, just, that's so awesome. I told Dave the next time I saw him, I told him about that. And he laughed. He said, that's funny. <laughs> so... Of course he has ryan as well yeah and, and so we we chuckled about that and you know kudos to him congratulations yep. to him got a NASCAR championship in the family so yep uh, yep so he's got it you've talked about doug wolfgang a lot so how did that come about how how do you know doug what's what's the whole relation there well he was already um moved off and and gone when i started racing but um he uh he used to be around in the winter time uh some after he after he started racing for a living but before that when i was really young probably you know 12 11 12 13 something like that he my dad had rented part of his truck shop to uh, a friend of his for a body shop and and then Doug rented a spot for his car from him, and they kind of hung out, you know, a little here and there, and and I just got to know him, and and uh, we, you know, we'd meet at Kirk's and have lunch sometimes, you know, back in those days. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but it was a Kirk's Cafe, it was called, and but um, I don't know, just over the years, just you know, because I was a dumb kid that didn't know that I was talking to a superstar. Didn't, yeah. you know, didn't really, you know, think of it that way. Cause I knew him and, yeah. you know, we'd say hi. And, and, but the first real, um, I mean, he was always really nice to me, you know, and, and, but in the modified days, I just, you know, he didn't know I was going to race yet then. And, but the first, and I, I, I want to say this is in 1977, um, and it was my, my first year racing. And, um, I don't know how this happened, but, but I, I, I still have a copy of the, of the check, um, for $75 for winning the, the first B feature I ever was in at, at Husets. And, but about four weeks later, something broke in the steering and I hit the fence and, you know, back in those days, they had those old style 40, 30s and 40s style transmissions in them cars, yeah. and they were cast iron. And and when I hit the fence or the wall, it broke that, slammed my leg up against the outer part of the of the you know of the car, and it fractured my leg and cut cut my ankle and and I uh, and cut all the tendons in my right foot. So. From that time on, I've never had any feeling in my in the in my right foot, and so um, 
that was a real struggle because you know back in those days you didn't have the the doctors that and the technology that you do now sure. and the doctors you know told me that you're hey you're always going to have a limp so you know i'm just telling you, you you're never going to be able to walk you know really right and so you know i just started i suppose you'd call it rehab now but <clears throat> i started stretching it because i thought I'm never going to be, I'm going to have to lift my whole leg up and down to, to operate yeah. the throttle. Now that's, <clears throat> that's all I could think of. I was 16. I didn't care. You know, I wasn't, I, I mean, it gives you respect for the cars, but I didn't really care that I didn't have feeling in my right foot. So, so anyway, we, um, I, um, was at the hospital because of course I had to go in cause I had some puncture wounds and, and, uh, Jay Major's dad and Jay, they, they, rescued me and and uh um sat there and talked to me all the way to the hospital and stayed there and and all of a sudden there's there's uh some guy comes walking into my room and of course you know i'm i'm getting a a cast and they had to do a bunch of stitches because i had this big cut on my right ankle <laughs> and here's wolfgang and he, i said really yeah i said what the hell are you doing here he said oh i crashed at hartford on the last lap and <laughs> and i said oh you were out there i forgot about them running tonight and so and all, he said to me the the next week he, he came to the, the house and he he gave me a driver's suit because he said listen quit your whining now and get healed up so you can get back to racing because apparently all I was doing is whining and pissing and moaning about my driver's suit having to get cut off oh, because okay. they, you know, they had to cut the whole leg up and it just destroyed it. You know, yeah. it wasn't like it was brand new. It didn't matter. You know, now it wouldn't, but yeah. back then I, I thought it did. Well, that was your so, suit, man. You didn't have another one. I know. So anyway, I got this nice yellow Speedway Motors driver's suit then that, that uh, I donated to the Hall of Fame. So they got, they got some, uh, they got a driver's suit and some memorabilia of me and then that also. And, uh, I remember Tom Schmay telling me, he said, well, because it's, he said, well, this says Doug Wolfgang. I said, yeah, I just put my name over it. I could never, I, I never could bring myself to, you know, to, to taking that stitching yep. out and removing it. I said, I thought maybe someday it might mean something. And so somewhere back in their stuff, they they have it yeah. and uh it, it's you know it's pretty cool pretty cool now oh yeah it's but, real cool now yeah absolutely. Well, absolutely yeah so so well um over your career um uh, from what i read you've had right near 150 feature wins in your 32 year career that that has to just sound pretty cool when you hear that it, it does, you know, until you talk to somebody like Wolfgang or, or, or uh, you know, you look at, at, I mean, how many more features do you think Steve Kinzer won other than other than the 700 World Outlaw ones uh, or yeah. however many? I mean, <clears throat> so, but, you know, for some hit kid from South Dakota, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, well, well I can tell you this. There's there's a lot of drivers out there that have probably less than five in their career. 
So. <laughs> well, I, okay, but I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but I mean, I, you know, I, and I know I'm lucky that I, you know, managed to figure out how to, how to, how to, uh, you know, drive them and different things like that and, yeah. and, and everything, but it wasn't just on my own. It was, you know, everybody around oh, you. Yeah. There's, you there's know, always a just, team involved in it. That, yeah, there always is, and and it takes every bit of them, you know. I mean, <clears throat> I did my one my part one time at Houston's. We were, and it was 1988, and I'm I can't remember. Well, hopefully Steve Rubin doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he probably does, though, knowing him. Well, anyway, I, or Doug Clark. I never thought of him too, but I've never told anybody this. But I'm going to tell you guys. So what the heck? Sounds we, good. We, we the the race we were we were running for the plate title of course in, at Houston. It was the only year out of all my years that we ran every race at Houston's. And uh, we uh we were running third and I can't remember who was I don't know who was leading and who was second, I I forget. But um anyway, this was one of those straddling the cushion moments and of course Eric Lutz knows this now, um, but at the at the time, he would have he would have he would have known for sure that I was an idiot. Um, <laughs> but we, we, I I ran over it so hard trying to get to the front um, that it tore the floor pan the belly pan off. Oh, yeah. So so we had we had a red flag, and I told Dan I said I said. I, I mean, I can do that, but I, I said, I, I'm not gaining anything. And he said, he said, well, he said, if we free up, you think you can roll it, you know, just with the right rear? I said, well, yeah. I said, but I know I can't straddle it anymore. And he goes, well, why is that? And I said, I said, well, look down here. And he goes, holy F, you know what? <laughs> and he said, I said, don't you even think about it. Don't. I said, I guard this so that nobody can see it. And um, because, I, you know, we got to finish the race. I mean, I, you know, otherwise we're we're going to – because Lasowski was running second behind us in, in points, and, you know, him and Forbrook were yeah. a little bit on the good side. Yeah, just a little you bit. Know. Yeah, and they were really hard to beat. And, I mean, we got our share, but not as much as I think we should should have shared. But, but – uh, that's another laugh for him and I, but he, uh, you know, I just, I just told him, I said, we, you know, we, we can't afford to, to not, you know, finish. Yeah, so, we, yeah. so, so anyway, they managed to get me pushed off and I said, don't worry. I can keep my feet on top of the brake pedal. And if I need I it, and I, I said the, 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 the mic can, I can, as long as I don't have to straddle the cushion, I can hold my, heel on my foot of course i forgot to mention that you know dan i still can't feel my right foot yeah but um so anyway we uh i took a i took a flyer on it uh on the restart because they were all running the bottom and took a flyer on it and and got past both cars whoever they were and ended up winning and but that was one of the more stupider moments that I, <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> you happen to have your feet yeah. fall through there. That's not going to end well. 
Uh, no, no. My career would have been over in a heartbeat then, yep. I'm sure, because uh, they they couldn't probably attach those very well back then. So, yeah. well, that was '88, so I would oh maybe. Oh my it god, been, but, that is crazy. Oh. Yeah, so I I shouldn't have. There's some. That's some of the stuff I was talking about a little bit earlier, and I hesitated to tell that story because you know I don't want a 16 year old kid thinking that that's a smart idea because it's a very not smart idea at all. Well, well like I said, it's, but, it's a potential career ender. <laughs> right. Look at it that way. That's what I would tell. Yeah. You know? yeah Remember, this could end your career at this moment if you go back out. Yeah. Oh. See, and of course, the you know me, I thought you know that that. To, to make your career, you better suck it up and, and figure out a way to finish, you know. But I just could not run wide open through there, you know, yeah. just to try it at least. But, you know, if I'd have been straddling the cushion, heck, it, your feet would have fallen off of oh, things. Oh, well, well, the cockpit would, would have filled up with clods. No. Yep, yep. So, In fact, that's how it all started because there was a mud clod on my on, – on the on – the, uh, the V bar, you know, behind the foot feet, okay, and, or the throttle pedal, and so you know, I was having to get that out of there, and then that's when I realized that there's no floor pan. I thought, oh boy, oh. <laughs> this isn't good. So, but, has, has the feeling ever come back in your foot? Um, only, uh, only when I step on a like a sharp rock, and I, you know, okay. It, it gets to the tendons, but no, I never have. I have got not quite full motion. Like I can, I can move my left ankle and foot down about an inch more than my right one, and up I'm just about the same. Which okay. up was the hardest part for me because I was one of those that had to have a lot of throttle to be able to not spin the tires all the time. Sure, had to, be so, able to play, work the throttle. Yep. So I worked on that a lot when I was, you know, the, the winter of the winter of 77 after I got healed up a, a little bit, trying to, you know, stretch that out. And, and I, I have, I still, to this day, I have to work on it every day. I have to do some stretches to sure. be able to keep it from, from bothering me, but, but now it's history. So, yeah. you know, I don't, but, you know. Beans, you got to get up earlier than we do, Marlon. Maybe we'll have to continue this another night with some more <laughs> stories, but we should maybe hit them questions at the end so you can get to bed yet. I, whatever you guys want, I'm not complaining. So <laughs> I haven't looked at the clock here, but my, my, my Vikings clock says 10.05. I don't know. Is that right? Uh, it's an hour off. It's 9.05. You didn't, you didn't so reset it for Oh, well, hell. That's... You didn't fall back yet. <laughs> Oh. I, it didn't, no. Or is it the Vikings clock, so there's no guarantee it's keeping time right. Well. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. That's why I keep it downstairs here. So. All right. <laughs> well, um, let's get into these rapid fire. What's what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Um, Milky Way chocolate. There you Ooh. go. That's a new one, maybe. Yep. Um, cat or dog person, what do you prefer? No, we have both. Okay. Um, dog. Okay. No. Do you have any hobbies? Uh, I'm loving, I love camping now, and I love golfing. Um, that's about all I get, all I get done, though, for any kind of hobbies. So how good I'm at golfing? To... I mean, if we were to challenge you, we got to be embarrassed, or? 
You're going to oh, kiss her butt? Or? trust me. I had my ass kicked so many times over the years. I don't get embarrassed. So you, I don't think if you were going to embarrass us is what I was worried about. By oh, beating no, us no, so no, bad. no. It would be the total opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't know how well I golf, so. Tobe doesn't stop I, talking even but, during his swing. So. Oh, oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm more I, out there to I, have fun than I am to worry about my score. I'd be in for that. That's that's no problem at all. So okay. I mean, I would. I'm not very good, but I do love going. There you go. It's the it's it's the challenge. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty tickled if I make it through it. If I can golf nine holes with the same ball, it's a win. Ooh, I don't know if I've ever done that. See, <laughs> I didn't say it's every you day. I you, just said it's a you win. Have, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> 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 How about a favorite movie, Marlon? Oh, um, I love Days of Thunder, um, but I, and I was in Phoenix racing while they were filming that. Oh, really? And I got to go to the NASCAR race and watch that a little bit. That was fun, but, um, I mean, it's not quite like it, but it's probably the closest thing to real real life things um gosh i just don't go see very many movies that's anymore right. that's good i kind i, I kind of like i kind of like the marvel movies though yep oh there you go you go to the new one yet uh, no not yet oh, yeah like the batman movies my youngest son he <clears throat> he loves batman so i i anytime there's a new one of those that comes out we go to those all the time and yeah but the new marvel I mean, on I, the list for me and the wife to go to one of these days yet so yeah, I I want to do that. I want to do that very same thing. So, winter time we'd get to do some of those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, snow or rain? Oh my God, for sure rain. I hate <laughs> rain in the summer, but I hate I hate snow all the time. There you go. Uh, I used I used to just they, everybody I know they tease me because I I can't have just one weather app. I have to have them all because I, you know, back in those days, you, you had to stop at the rest area to look at the weather radar that they used to have in the rest areas, you know, and many a times we'd stop at that one, oh, just east of, of, uh, I-29 because we could also go to Mayetta, Kansas, I think it was called. Um, on a Saturday night, oh, okay. and of course, and I'd call Cappy, and I'd I'd say, you know, how's it looking? He said, well, it's not raining yet, but it's kind of probably yeah. gonna. And you know, you, they wouldn't cancel till the last second, or till it's you know wet. Yeah. So we never we never went. Th- we did go the other way, but they rained out early a couple of different times, and so people teased me that I have too many weather apps um, <laughs> like that. But because oh, so I saw this way, I know where to go. So you're saying you didn't enjoy last winter any more than I did, right? Not at all. Okay, just checking. I am not a fan of snow. Um, I don't mind it, other than my job sucks because I got to plow it then. But yeah, I got to do some of that same as well. Yeah. But I just, I just don't like, I don't like the cold, and I don't like being out in it. And so I. If it was to do one or the other, I would rather see rain. So, okay. sorry. Well, then you'll like this next <laughs> question because usually it's warm at an island. But um, if you're going to be stranded on an island, um, what album or what type of music would you want along to listen to? 
Oh, well, I love country music, so I would say Luke Bryan, George Strait. Um, I like, I like, uh, I can never think of his name. I know his wife, but, um, Oh, he was on the voice. Yeah. Gwen Stefani. I always forget his name when I'm trying to think of it. Oh, that makes you know, me like, right. I can see his face right yeah, now. I know. I know. Everybody knows <laughs> who you're talking about. If I, if I come up with it before we're done here, I'll I'll, I'll blur yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, that way we all can go to bed or, or think. <laughs> oh, of, yeah, we'll have to think about satisfied. it all night now. <laughs> what do you have a favorite place to go out to eat? I love Who Hot. Who Hot? Okay. There you go. Have you Have you ever been to one of them? No. One time, one time I've done oh. it. It was good. Just haven't made it back. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, go. they they don't have any up here in the cities. Um, they had one in in uh, uh, Eau Claire, Eau Claire, whatever they call it, Wisconsin, which is like I don't know, fifty minutes from here, hour or something like that. And we drove over there um, actually to see a niece one time thinking that we we're, you know, going to get to go to Huat, and they shut it down. I was so pissed. <laughs> I, just, I, I just thought, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this, but So anyway, now we just have to hit that every time we come back down to Sioux Falls to see the kids. So. Yep. Um, how about a favorite holiday? <sighs> Mother's Day. You know, going back, where where are you living these days? Maybe your clock's on time. Are you on <laughs> Eastern time? Not that far east. Okay, I was just checking. No, <laughs> not that far east. Cottage Grove, Minnesota. So we're south of south of the cities, about oh, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen miles. So all right, it, yeah, that it sounds kinda, good. Cottage Grove kind of reminds me of like. Oh, Harrisburg or South Dakota or uh, even Brandon. A little more stuff than not much, though, anymore. Brandon's really booming. Brandon's yeah. really growing. Yeah. Yeah, what? we came down to the that World Outlaw race and stayed at the track and stuff. And, and uh, man, there was a lot of, new, lot of new stuff going on there. Oh, yeah. And, and Sioux Falls, too. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's changing daily, it seems like, in Sioux Falls. Well, I, I think I know the answer to the next one. What's <laughs> what's what app on your phone do you use the most? <laughs> Not the weather one. Oh. I know you think that. <laughs> um actually I know this will sound stupid too, but I get everything notified this way, but I the the one I open the most is is uh Google News. And I got it. I got it set up so that I get all the racing stuff, all the football, because I'm a huge Vikings fan. I'm. I. I know y'all aren't, but. I am. But anyway, but is. I, I just uh, don't follow football. Oh well, it, you know that's not a bad thing. Sometimes you know. Years like, ago, though, when I was younger, you go back to Fran Tarkington in that era. I had a standing yeah. bet with my grandpa, a dollar a week, and he took whoever the Vikings were playing against, and I, <laughs> I made good right? money through a season. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never wanted to, you want. You'd always want to up the bets come playoff times, but I was smart enough to not always do that. Mm. You should have said, "Yeah, I'm going to cut them and them bets in half because I know how this ends." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I still yeah. got an old 
Minnesota Vikings trash can from way back in the day. Now it keeps my Hot Wheel track in it that I play with with the granddaughter. So oh, I still got some nice. stuff, but that's just don't follow idea. it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's I'm hard not- to not hear. They don't, although some of the news channels don't cover them as much as I thought, but, um, and funny thing now, um, they, they play K fan down there. We're, I was just down there to, uh, uh, see, uh, our grandson and granddaughter, uh, a couple, couple, three weeks ago. And, uh, they, uh, um, they they have them on the radio so you can hear what you can hear up there or up oh, here okay. now so but uh i don't remember what channel that was but but that's the one nice thing about it so that's I, that and we have a um uh, my daughter and son-in-law and and uh my cousin scott and his wife and um his kids and grandkids um, we have a family fantasy football league that we started a few years ago. Oh, okay. Now we're all hooked on it. There's no money. We just got this goofy looking traveling trophy that we came up with. And, and, uh, so I've yet to win it. It really kind of <laughs> ticks me off, but so, uh, there's, so I, there's always next year, right? Yeah, I know it. <laughs> That's I what know. I say about I the Vikings. Pick, I don't pick year. all Viking players though. <laughs> so I, I, um, getting on to the next question here before I forget it's my turn again. Um, over the years, how many speeding tickets do you think you've had, Marlon? Um, oh, probably. Gosh, I was running late going to Bismarck, North Dakota, and I got two in, in within like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a bad night. They, yeah, they were only 10 bucks a piece. Oh, that wasn't that, so bad I, then. That's why I got a second one because I thought, well, this ain't bad. You know, <laughs> if you, if you get caught, so what? It's only another ten bucks. Yep. Um, probably forty-ish, Ooh, maybe. That's, that's getting up there. Getting up there. It ain't the record so, yet, yeah, of course. But it's up there. I don't want. I don't want that record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's What's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Um. And and my phone's about dying, so you might have. To. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess maybe only probably eighty five. Oh, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. So, yeah. um, what what's your go to drink or beverage? Um, I kind of like them them some of them fruity things. I like I like them Mike's Hard Lemonades. Some oh, yep. of those. They're oh, they're good or. Or any kind of frozen margarita um, is good. Yep. I don't know why I like the fruity stuff, but some other stuff's just too too bitter going down. Yep. So, last one for you. If money was okay. no object, is there a car or a pickup or anything you always wish that you could have owned? Um. Probably that number five Hendrick car. <laughs> I would say that would be really uh, cool. It would. It would definitely be a race car. There's yeah. no doubt. There's. I mean, I, I like the new Corvettes and I like the Camaros and all that stuff. Um, but it would definitely be a race car for for me. That made me sound bad. Have the Hendrick's car in the garage. That wouldn't be all bad. It would not. 
Yeah. Man, that kid can drive them things too, can he? <laughs> oh, it's yes. fun to watch. I mean, so when awesome. they get when they get that thing right for him, and I mean, he can he can just set sail. It's crazy. Yeah, I worked on him pretty hard to get him on the podcast the two times he was at Houston this summer, but I haven't. He hasn't said no, but I haven't got him to agree to it either. So, oh, yeah. I, if, if if I every once in a while I have I have a. a a chance if I can, I'll I'll prod him for you. There you go. That'll be That'll perfect. Be great. Anybody so, you know that you want to prod toward us would be wonderful. We'll absolutely. talk to. We love sure. to talk to people. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll text you a bunch of names. So there, they, there's a there's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of guys that kind of just, I don't. You don't want to say fall off the, off the the end of the earth from being around race car stuff. But, you know, I mean, it was, and obviously, you know, it's been your guys' lives, you know, for a long, long time too. But, um, you know, when I was a kid, it was a fantastic, you know, sport and, and it's, it still is. And, and I don't know if you're hearing a lot of good and bad about, you know, uh, Kyle and Brad buying the all-star circuit. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, the little bit I know them, the, you know, the two of them, you know, they've got the best interest of, of, of the sport in mind. Yep. Absolutely. And, I mean, obviously they got money and don't have to worry about that probably, you know, I mean, you still do, but yeah. to pay out like they're going to pay out that kind of, you know, I mean, the the sport of sprint car racing or racing in general is very very lucky to have you know like todd Quaring where he's got both jackson and husets yep. and and understands what it takes to to be able to put on a show and i think he's got a lot of great people in place to to you know uh to ramp that up even more and to to solidify what they're trying to do and I mean, I, I've heard him, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, they're, they're worried about keeping the, the, the sport in line and obviously they don't want to lose money, but I don't think they care if they make a whole lot, yeah. you know, they're, they and, enjoy racing as much as we do. So yeah. But yeah. Before you Bud's know, phone hangs up on you though, Marlon, we're going to have to cut you off and we wanted to make sure we could say thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's been a blast. And we still, oh, we're still there. And best of luck with whatever you got going on for the rest of the life. Well, I sure appreciate it. And I'd be, I, I'm very honored to, to have a chance to be on. I hope I didn't bore anybody. And uh, <laughs> I don't think so. so <laughs> didn't bore us but, anyhow. That's well, all that matters, awesome. right? It's all about all right. me and Bud. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's right. I agree. <laughs> all I agree. right. But anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shoot some names your way, and if you ever, ever uh, have a hankering to call me back, and I'd be happy to be on again sometime. If All you right, want, so. I greatly appreciate that. Thanks a ton. All right, you guys, take care. Thanks a lot. Yep, you bet. Bye-bye. We'll see you. All right, you betcha. Bye. Hey, Toe. You know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella, and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down, 
If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb. Dope. Stories. <laughs> God, I love talking to some of them guys with the stories they got. And Marlon said he was a talker. He warned us beforehand. Yep, and he was, and which was fine because I enjoyed every one of the stories. Oh, my gosh. I, I'd be more than willing to have him on again and see what he tells us next time. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't probably tell you this, but I'll tell you anyhow. Them are the best stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, he took us down the whole kind of path, and yep. it was just so good. It was so good to hear everything that he's done. What impresses me with them guys is they can remember the years that they drove different cars. I mean, they could make up whatever they want. I wouldn't know the difference. I remember the different cars maybe. The years don't mean nothing, but them guys can go down them lists, and maybe they plan this out and they have a cheat sheet. I don't know, but I don't care. Either way, they remembered even writing on a cheat sheet. But great stories, and just it was a lot of fun. I didn't realize he'd moved up by the cities. Yeah. I mean, there again, you don't follow the guy after he retires from racing, but... So, no, that was a lot of fun. I was glad you got him lined up, bud. You did good there. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, they just... Everyone, I yeah. mean, they're they just oh, they're so good, they're our, so our, good. The, the, so, the people we have listening to the show are gonna get tired of us saying this is a great podcast, and <laughs> I hope they're enjoying them as well, much as I, I am. I get text messages like just the other day, I got I got a text message from Darren Cordles, and it said that Ron Fick one, oh my god, that was so good, you know. <laughs> well, good, then and somebody then, else enjoyed it besides us, yeah. That's, so, and it's not just them, I get them from yep. a lot of different people. So, thanks for listening. Um, yep. You know, thank you, Marlon, for coming on the show. And, absolutely. So, and maybe I should start. We should probably start going home. It's getting towards the latter evening. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everyone. <laughs>